That'd be so dumb. <laughs> 420, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> that would be so dope. Stage Bistro and or Shadowbox Live for the first time tonight. <laughs> Few people and our staff who are liars. I did this in the five minute announcement. But this, if this is your first time here, this is not our only stage. Behind those double doors is a 300 person seat theater where Shadowbox Live does their productions every Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their shows at shadowboxlive.org. You can also find out about shows out here in the backstage bistro at shadowboxlive.org and click on the bistro button. You guys are here tonight for the quiz box. Are you excited? <laughs> It is my pleasure to introduce to you the host of the quiz box. He was recently seen on Penn and Teller's Fool Us. Yes. Very talented magician, very funny guy, and a very good friend of mine. Put your hands together for Eric Tate. Welcome to the Quiz Box, the only game show where real comedians answer real questions to win you real prizes. I'm your host, Eric Tate, and with me, as always, is our scorekeeper, onesie aficionado, and tattooed princess, Nikki Winkleman. So I, I just have to say, for people who don't know, we are on Facebook, and every month we do a poll to decide which outfit I will wear, but this month we did a poll to decide which accessory I will wear, and it was a tie between temporary tattoos and bat wings. I will put the bat wings on at the end of the show. <laughs> Tonight we will select contestants right out of the audience using the raffle tickets that I gave you at your tables. Does everyone have their raffle tickets? Yes, very good. Uh, each contestant will be paired up with one of our comedians who will answer all of the questions for you. Uh, let's meet the comedians. First up is our returning champion. He's a three-peater. You can see him at the Nest Theater, and he's actually the idiot who records our show and turns it into a podcast. Put your hands together for Kevin Hendricks. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next, it's her very first time on the Quiz Box, but it's not her first time doing comedy. She is the host of Beef Ghost, uh, a, a show you just have to know about. It yes. is a limited edition show that happens quarterly in a meat locker. She's also uh, one half of the team behind Stand Up for Choice that raises uses comedians to raise all kinds of money for women's health care. Please put your hands together for Amber Falter. Next up, returning to the stage, is the quiz box's most winningest champion all and leather-clad monstrosity. Put your hands together for Mark Lucas. And finally, our special guest for the evening. You can see him here on this very stage every Wednesday night performing with Hashtag Comedy. He is also one half of Deuces Wild. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. I'm just spitting out all kinds of stuff about our special guest. Put your hands together for Clay Vansickle. To answer a question for points, comedians must buzz in. We have a very high-tech and fancy buzzer system, uh, so let's hear what they sound like. Kevin makes this noise. Amber Ooh. makes this noise. Dainty. Mark makes this noise. And Clay makes this noise. <laughs> <laughs> All of them look like sex toys. 
especially the princess rattle. Each contestant, is, each sorry, each correct answer is a gain of two points. Each incorrect answer is a loss of one point. If the comedians are real dumb, the scores may go into negative points. But don't worry, you can win with a negative score. It happens a lot. Yeah. E each round consists of three questions. At the end of each round, the contestant with the most points wins a fantastic prize for you, our audience member. The contest, the player with the least amount of points, will be giving you a heartfelt apology as to why they weren't good enough to win you a prize. The comedians are also playing a separate game against each other. You will see scores for that down here, and the scores that affect you are up here. Uh, the, uh, at the end of each round, positive points from the game score will transfer into the comedian's champion score. Comedians can lose or gain champion points at the discretion of our scorekeeper, Nikki. But we'll see that a little bit later. Don't worry. These points don't affect you, the audience contestants. Lastly, to make the game fair for everyone, please do not shout out answers from the audience. And please do not heckle the comedians. And with that out of the way, let's, let's quiz, quiz box! Kevin is our champion. You've got the bucket of people. Let's get this started. I sure do. I am playing for 420062. 062. Hey, right there. Hey, what's your name? Charles. Charles. Everyone give a big hand for Charles. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Hi, Charles. Charles. Let's do this, Charles. Amber, who are you playing for? I am playing for 420065. Hey, right there. Whoa. What's your name? Mark. Everyone give Mark a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Hello, Mark. Mark. And Mr. Lucas, who are you playing for? I'm playing for 420. Zero six eight. Hey, right over there. Hey, what's your name? Chris. Chris. Everyone give a big hand for Chris. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Chris. We got this, Chris. Clay, who are you playing for? I am playing for, can I have a beer, please? I am playing for four two beer though. Four two zero zero nine two. Zero nine two over Bianca. there. Bianca. Hey, what's your name? Bianca. Everyone, give Bianca a big hand. Uh, round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz. Can box, I get that Bianca. beer though? Thank you. <laughs> uh, Nikki, are you ready? I am. Contestants, are you ready? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Question one. Uh, the category is alternative casting. The question, Robin Hood Men in Tights features a number of well-known actors, including Eric Allen Kramer of the Hughley's fame in the role of Little John. He was not the original actor offered the part, though. What well-known professional wrestler was originally considered for the part of Little John? What's, what's, who's well-known these days? Like, wrestling is really blown it, up. It's not who was well-known these oh, days. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who was well-known in 1993. Is that when that came out? Mark, I correctly realizing that this is a time-based question. <laughs> was, was that and also naming the year that film came out? Is that... <laughs> oh, spooky. Was that the Attitude Era? Was that, was that what era? So that would, that would limit it to, like, The Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock was after nah, 1993. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. A little bit, a okay. little bit earlier. I think I know the answer to this, and I, <laughs> I'm just not saying it. Uh, I know so little about wrestling. I don't. I really like that you guys just immediately assumed you were like, "Oh, it's Robin Hood's a superhero. It's a superhero movie. Clearly, it's a wrestler." That's. Uh, I just you like said, how you. You said that. You said wrestling fame. Are we to assume it's? Ed oh, McMahon? I did, didn't I? Yeah, you said that. Yeah. It's been a while since I've hosted this. Uh, He's like, I'm too famous. Is it Jay Leno? He was in that one match at Bash at the Beach. 
You want to cross our bridge there? The and, uh, yeah. You're going to have to pay the toll. See? <laughs> Donald uh, Trump Mark is getting a point for stunned. the weirdest troll I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. Jay Leno, the as bridge troll. John, yeah. Yeah, I, I got John. it. I'm picking yeah. up what you're laying there you go. I would pay to see a movie where Jay Leno played Little John. <laughs> so uh, we got a band of merry men. Did you hear about this? To be fair, what I would prefer is an entire a movie where Jay Leno is the just CGI'd in to be all of the Merry Men. Oh. Well, guess what? They didn't have to CGI him into that movie with Pat Morita for some fucking reason. Jay Leno was in one movie, and it was dog shit. That's the name of the movie? Dog shit. Uh, dog shit, the movie? If it were called dog shit, it probably would have made more money. Uh, it would have been more highly So redeemed. back to the question. Yeah, what was that? Kevin. I'm going to guess Andre the Giant for the tragic irony. No. Oh. Clay. I'm going to say Robin Williams. <laughs> what? And Robin's right in the name. How could it be wrong? Uh, Robin Williams. Uh, Robin Williams was not a professional wrestler, so okay. no. Fair enough. Oh, and wrong, wrong name. It's still a wrestler? It is still a wrestler, yeah. Mark. Is it Hulk Hogan? That is correct. Ah. should have guessed Andre's nemesis. Uh, while Hulk Hogan was originally offered the role, it eventually went to Kramer. According to Hogan's Twitter account, he has also reportedly turned down the lead role in The Highlander, D-Day, and he once turned down an offer from Metallica to be their bass player. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Can't be that hard. play a bass? Uh, it doesn't take that much expertise to play a bass, I guess. Oh, there's a whole room of bass uh, players yeah. here. I'm sorry. Hot damn. I didn't mean to tread on feet. You kicked, you kicked a beehive. Metallic has some very complex bass riffs. Also, bass is spelled the same way as bass. Fact. C con congratulations on that. That is... Clay has learned to play the game. Uh, All right, fine. I'll give him a point. I'm... A no, don't don't applaud him for a homophone. That is No, that's actually a reverse homophone. That's That's a word that's pronounced two different ways. I don't I don't like any of these. I believe they are synonyms. Homonym and homophone are synonyms. It's infuriating. Yeah. Mhm. Mm Base no, and bass definitely are not no, synonyms. No, they're right. synonyms. I hear you out there. Right. Base and bass. It's not Grammatically, a you're definitely right. It's I could pick yeah. out someone being a grammar Nazi from the crowd. It's Eric and I don't I actually know people. anything that's not on the cards. Uh, <laughs> question two. Question two. The category is in Latin, please. The question. Uh, taxonomy in animals is very important. Being able to identify animals of an order, a species, and a subspecies helps us to understand how this world fits together. What is the Latin name for the western lowland gorilla? What do you mean, no, oh, no, no, no. this is a great question. I just know a lot about uh, phylogeny, and that this one I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I know. <laughs> if you're asking I, me uh, about authorolipisocines, author right. I'm all over that. I know that a dugong is more closely related to an elephant than a rhino is, but I don't know what a gorilla is. And then he's just going to go and pivot to an old ape branch. Of mm. the, I need the, to know the, the color thing. of this gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's sort of... Um, uh, they're, like well, they're always black. Thing. They're, I mean, they're like they're black. What about dark the what? Describe the lowland color. I'm a, I'm a very visual person. It's a, it's a black. All gorillas are black. They're just a very dark colored. So, There's be, definitely like I don't know. I have two brown dogs, but they're not the same color brown. 
It's the same color as a Highlander gorilla, but without the sword, and there right. can be more than one. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much right now. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I give one or take one away? I I, oh, I, I, I he just it. like did a backflip of points there. Uh, <laughs> can, can we? Can you define a gorilla? What what is a gorilla? I thought this panel was gonna be so awesome, and I'm just <laughs> I regret all of you. Ape. It's an ape. Ape. <laughs> but we are actually looking for the, the Latin name. So it's So we are, we're looking for the genus, not the species. Uh, right? We're actually all looking three. for the yeah, the order. Oh, you want both? Yeah, all oh. three. There's okay. three? three? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that this was a greedy question. I feel like gorilla is going to be on the end of it. Sometime. Well, it's like it's like Homo Gorillicus, the, the lowland Not ones. Homo, that's <laughs> us. We're oh. Homo sapiens. Clay. We're all uh, homos. E Pluribus Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> of many, Harambe. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for waiting 45 seconds to get a Harambe joke in there. Uh, that is a quiz box backflip where you lose a point for the audience and gain a point for yourself. Yes. So basically, I was lied to about the color because if it's Harambe, then it had blood on it. <laughs> mm, burn. Slight red tint. Uh, you got shot. You got shot. Uh, we hear the quiz box. Uh, we we just, just lost our uh, sponsorship from the Cincinnati Zoo. Uh, this is... They lost that a long time ago. Uh, uh, no, we're looking for the genus, the species, and the subspecies oh of this my animal. God. That's so you have much, 30 seconds. So much Latin. Yeah, it is, It is. Uh, but it's, uh, it's really easy. And uh, when I say it, you're all going to go, oh, fuck oh. you. <laughs> oh, no. Gorilla Lowlandicus. Yeah, I was going to say that's going to make me guess a bunch of really stupid stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of how the game works okay. there, Kevin. Hey, five. Kevin. Uh, let's go with Gorillicus habilis lolandia. No. Uh, you only got part of it right. I told you it was going to be stupid. <laughs> so gor- I feel like Gorillicus was the one I was most confident <laughs> about. No, Lolandia <laughs> is probably. Lolandia, really? Dude, no, none of those complete words were correct, but there was like uh, a, a one there, sound. Yeah, in there was there a that portion was of the word. So like the go, like the go part. So Low Landis is probably. Uh, Wasn't Gorillicus the name of the Russell Crowe's character in Gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> Gorillicus, wasn't it? Right. Maximus Decimus Gorillicus. I think it was. Yeah. That's like when they did a mashup right. between that and Planet right. of the Apes. They were like, "Yeah, we can make this work." Father, yeah. to a murdered son. Clay. Is it Maximus Decimus Gorillicus? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a point left over, can you give it to him for that? <laughs> I have that, yeah. Love it. Yeah, Clay's just only playing for himself at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Bianca. <laughs> Love you. Uh, last chance. Go, go low. <laughs> like, we're going to all of a sudden be right. knowing the Latin phrase for yeah. this now. Like, like I'll, gi- I'll give you a hint that it's in the name of the animal. Uh, yeah, I think we know. Okay. Kevin. I'm going to go with gorilla, low, colon, land. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're so oh. close. You're so close. Uh, you're so close, but no. Last chance, anybody? All right, we're calling it. It is Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla. Oh, what? Come on. <laughs> uh, 
They're of the genus Gorilla and the species Gorilla, and as they were one of the first of the Gorilla oh, subspecies to be discovered, they kept the name Gorilla in their taxonomic identification, yeah. making them Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla. That is Don't be the... mad at me. Be mad at science. Yeah. That is I the am. laziest taxonomy expert ever. Like. Was he having, like, I don't know, like a baby that day? He's like, I can't, I don't have time. <laughs> Look, I've been naming this. things just, all day, man. I just really, yeah. I just imagine a really frustrated science li- scientist, like, it's a gorilla, what kind? The gorilla kind! What kind? The gorilla kind! <laughs> I do like uh, Amber's presumption that th- the scientist who discovered this animal more than 100 years ago was also having a baby at the same time. <laughs> It's like tramping through it. the woods, and he was like, oh, a beeper that won't be invented for 150 years. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, I know my wife is giving birth. And I'm only saying he, not because right. I'm sexist. It's because everybody 100 years ago right. was sexist. It's like the answer to that riddle, the doctor is his mother. Yes. Mark, it's a point yeah, for historical all. accuracy. They're all Jane Fonda. Maybe I the think guy that gorilla... F- not Jane Fonda. Fuck that scientist. Yeah, he just had OCD. He had to say everything three times. Jane Goodall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, had a, he had a stutter, <laughs> but he could get a full word out. Did you just out? confuse Jane Fonda with Jane Goodall? <laughs> Jane Fonda? Only if you caught it. <laughs> Was it's it funny on, enough confusion for a point? It turns out we've got a lot of uh, gorilla scientists now because Jane Fonda was leading the charge back in the 70s. Right. So <laughs> Question three. The category is nicknames in the war. But first, the scores. Okay, let's uh, the scores. <laughs> yeah, where are we, we on just, the scores? We haven't then, checked in in a while. Yep. Um, Kevin has negative three. Clay has negative three. Nice. Amber has zero. Nice. And Mark is in the lead with two, but it's still anybody's game. Question three, the category is nicknames in the war. The question, soldiers in the United States military quite often give nicknames to their equipment. The U.S. Marines often refer to flashlights as moonbeams. Members of the U.S. Army often refer to a mortar round as a Tootsie Roll. And in World War II, the infantry often referred to the 55 caliber anti-tank rifle as Charlie the Bastard. What was the nickname for the Vietnam-era helicopter AC-47 gunship? What is a gunship? It's a ship That's with a guns. helicopter with a big fucking gun in it. <laughs> uh, Mark is correct. Did you say the AC-1 what now? The AC-47 gunship. Uh, it is that, uh, does that oh, help okay. you with your decision? Yeah. Uh, Are you clarifying? Like, uh, which which AC was it? Again? If it was two, any other AC. I know that when I was in Nam. Was it Look, one, yeah. Is it one gun? Is it one gunship? It had a lot of guns. Okay. So yeah. many guns. Just I the know. one gun on the multi-million dollar helicopter. They'd be like, it's jammed up. Right. Man, we did not think this through. Right. <laughs> Should have brought more guns. Uh, who? More gun than helicopter, most of them. I will, uh, I will give you a hint. Uh, it is a whimsical name. Whimsical name. I know. All the names were whimsical. I find that bizarre <laughs> 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 thing. Like, right. What a whimsical description of a right. mortar round. I was not expecting a whimsical name after I found out mortar rounds are called Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Tootsie Rolls are whimsical? Come on. <laughs> the uh, Everlasting Gobstopper is right. the name of the ship. So that rules out Huey, probably. Uh, that's a little I was. Is that a little whimsical? What about no, that's Huey? The, no, that's the giant helicopter with two... Right, that's the AC-122. Oh, right, obviously. Would you like to buzz in? Yeah, buzz in for Huey. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Yay. Clay. Is it, is it Huey? No. 
<laughs> you tricked what an me. Idiot. Oh, <laughs> I bet you thought you were getting great advice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kevin got a point for bullying. <laughs> oh, we can get points for that. <laughs> Bully. I'm trying to comb over anything I can remember from Apocalypse Now, but I don't know. Oh, is it a Valkyrie? That's kind of whimsical. It's also kind of terrifying. It's also sort of grandiose, but appropriate, sure. I Sure, yeah. And it was uh, Ride of the Valkyries that was playing when right. they came in, not yeah, the name exactly. of the helicopter. Well, but I mean, but that would be wouldn't that be eerily appropriate? It would be. Here come a bunch of Valkyries. <laughs> Rest of the song now. <laughs> It doesn't have lyrics, <laughs> but it goes this way. That is, that is and it was shame. written by a super racist guy. Yeah, well. Wagner, oh, okay. look uh, it up. You're allowed to check out their stuff after they're dead. That song was no, in Looney uh, Tunes. I, I, ooh, Amber. Floating gun. Floating <laughs> 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 gun. Whimsy. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Floating gun. I do like that, the whimsy angle. Like, is it, is it yeah. like a spinny shooty? <laughs> how, how whimsical? Is it like the sugar plum? Clay. Unicorn cannon. <laughs> uh, no, but you are uh, on the right track, sort of. Oh. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Kevin? The Pegasus copter. <laughs> no. Oh. No, I, was, I was about to give you a hint, Peg but uh, feel free to continue to say dumb shit. Oh. Um, I mean, once he knows there's an equine answer in play, right. he's going to go right for it. Amber. He-Man whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that deserves two points. Uh, it's whistle. so wrong, Clay. The shaggin' wagon. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, is sex with you whimsical? What is? <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it is. Uh, no, I'm gonna go ahead and give you another hint here. Uh, I said I said whimsical, but it is uh, there is a sort of uh, a, a, a it's fairy tale element. Yeah, fairy tale element oh. uh, with a song associated. Oh, Mark, luck the magic copter. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave it all. Uh, no, uh, but you are the closest of all. Wait, you, what did you what? What did he say though? Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Falcor? <laughs> no. Uh, Kevin. A dragon of some kind. <laughs> well, the is that your dragon. answer? Dragon of some kind? Yeah, the soldiers would get on the radio. They'd be like, God, where's my air support? I need a dragon of some kind. <laughs> Any dragon will do. Any dragon is fine. Please. Mark. Pete the magic dragon? No. You are the closest yet, but no. Clay. Magic dragon. No! Oh, God. <laughs> Amber! Peter's wettest beanstalk. <laughs> no! How do you got how have you guys danced completely around this? Just say it normal. Smog. Oh wait. Clay. Clay. Dragon. No. <laughs> no. no. Alright, last chance. There's a song. Kevin. Puff. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Finish it. The magic dragon. That is correct. Oh, what? I thought you said that. I'm proud of you. Oh. This is the most frustrating show. Um, <laughs> no, I said Pete's magic dragon because I was thinking of the fucking Disneyland right, or the right. Disney film. Can I have and another an Budweiser? Idiot. These white boys are making me sweaty. May I also have a Budweiser? <laughs> and I'll I am sweaty. A CBC IPA while we're doing another round. Yeah, because drinks are going to make you easier to deal with. Um, 
It is Puff the Magic Dragon. During the Vietnam era, anything with a significant amount of firepower was often referred to as a dragon, but the AC-47 gunship took on the name among American troops who often referred to the helicopter as Puff the Magic Dragon for its awesome destructive capabilities, as we all remember the children's cartoon. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get too stonerish on this, but can you imagine, like, in a medieval battle, a fucking Apache shows up and starts shooting? <laughs> That'd be epic. It, it, yes, it would, Mark. Especially if it was in Hanalei. No? And, and that's, that, that's a province in Vietnam, Hanalei, no. isn't it? That's Hama the end of round one. Thank, okay. <laughs> Thank God. I'm uh, not just going to do Puff the Magic Dragon Nikki, where are the scores? Oh, dear God. Uh, well, Clay got negative eight. Nice. And we'll be apologizing to Bianca. Um, Mar or, uh, uh, Amber and Kevin both got negative three, and Mark still pulled off a win with negative one for Chris. Chris, congratulations. Up, As Chris. you all know, if you've been to the quiz box before, we have a wonderful sponsor. It is Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, a totally real pawn shop that definitely exists. Uh, Nikki, what has he won from Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack? From Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, you have won this kitchen scale. Perfect what, for. What you use it for is up to you. Does it work? I don't know. You also are going to get this temporary tattoo so that you can look like me. It'll, it looks the best on your face. And you're also going to get two tickets to Shadowbox Live. You can use these tickets for any show in the theater. Let's hear for Shadowbox Live for sponsoring us and giving us these Admit One tickets for their shows in the theater. And I'll be around to hand out dum-dums to our losers for being paired up with a dum-dum. Okay, while Nikki does that, Clay, uh, you owe Bianca a heartfelt apology. <laughs> Bianca, uh, we've known each other for a while now, and uh, you know I love you very much. And I just wanted to say that my lackluster performance up here is not a reflection on you, because that just wouldn't make any sense. It's really a reflection on me and my own stupidity. Uh, you know I have a dog, and her name is Wilma. And I'd like to extend to you an invitation anytime you want. You can come over, and you can see her. Okay? And that, that is the consolation that I can offer you uh, for my, my terrible, terrible performance tonight. In addition to that, uh, if you want to bring her treats because I'm too poor to buy her any, you can do that too. And that's, and that's just fine. But what I'm really trying to say is I'm, I'm very sorry, Bianca. That's, that's a I'm really very, very sorry. It's a wonderful apology, Clay. Congratulations Thank on you. inviting a woman over to your house in your apology. Yep. Wait, what happened? I was gone for a minute. All right, let's move on to round two. Clay, you've got the bucket of people. Why don't you draw? But first, uh, go ahead and shake that up real good, and I'm going to tell you what the champion scores are doing. Uh, they, we had some, some good laughs in that last round. Uh, Mark and Kevin each have three points. Clay has four points, and Amber has five points because she gave a lot of weird answers for a helicopter. <laughs> Clay, who are you playing for? I am playing for, and I promise to do better, 420051. Hey, right there. What's your name? Jack? Ever give Jack a big round of right, applause? Jack. Thanks for coming to Quizbox. Jack. It's going to be Jack's different this time, man. Where's Jack? Jack's got a cheering section. He's right there. Uh, Mark, who are you playing for? 
I'm playing for 420. <laughs> zero nine five. Zero nine five. Back there. Hey, what's your name? Brianna. I'm gonna give Brianna a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Brianna. Lady Falter, who are you playing for? I am playing for four two zero. Zero four nine. Zero four nine. Zero four nine. Yes. It's Brad? Hey, everyone, give a big round of applause for Brad. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Brad. And Brad Kevin. Brad is accepting uh, his uh, Golden Globe Award from the bathroom. I've no got one, no, Ke okay. Kevin, who I've are you playing for? Got four two zero zero seven one. Zero seven one. Over there. Hey, what's your name? That's my own dad. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, his name's Dad. <laughs> I wrote you it. Got, oh, my God. Uh, congratulations, Dad. Uh, thanks for coming to the Close Box, Dad. Everyone get a big favorite him applause for Dad. Hey, uh, Kevin's going to disappoint you more than once tonight. Um, but there's a chance I'll oh. apologize for once. <laughs> oh, this is going to get real weird. Uh, <laughs> Nikki, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Panelists, the category is Call the Locksmith. Kerry <laughs> Owens uh, is well known for his lead role in Robin Hood Men in Tights. The I got the theme. The, <laughs> the British actor first achieved fame as the leading man in Princess Bride. He almost missed out on being the lead in Mel Brooks' Robin Hood Men in Tights because of what mistake? I was hoping you were going to ask another wrestling-related question. <laughs> I think you're, it's a little bit of T-ball there. I was hoping you weren't going to ask another wrestling question. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, for those of you who have seen the quiz box before, the first round question, the first questions of each round are always themed. And luckily oh, for so, Amber, okay. not themed on wrestling. Yeah. No. So it's all men in tights. It's all men in tights. Or Robin Williams themed. No, no, no. Uh, it, could, it could be either one. That, that, that was your wrong that, answer from the last round. Nah, I'm still I'm holding tight. Yeah, it's, it's men in tights. It's, uh, okay. it's, it's not Williams. Robin Williams, men in tights. That's my new movie. I'm not sure Clay knows the difference. I don't know who that is. Can I hear <laughs> part of that question again? And by part, yeah, so I mean most he, of it. He, he, uh, so uh, the, the man who ended up playing the lead... Uh, he almost missed out on being the lead in Robin Hood Men in Tights because of what mistake? Ah, I just feel like it had something to do with Robin Williams. <laughs> it had it had to have. You, you, you continue, you continue on down that line of thought right. while the rest of the panel goes towards the truth. Okay. <laughs> so what do we know about Carrie Elwes? He's handsome in a certain late 80s way. Uh, he's He's got a mustache. Um... Uh, he can fence. He can fence. Oh my gosh, that fencing scene in And unlike Pride. other Robin Hoods, he can speak with a British accent. Oh, zing. Was his last name Elvis? Like El Presley? Elways. Elways? With a W. Like John Elway? Yeah, maybe the yeah. mistake is that Kinda. Mel Brooks thought he was Elvis. And he was like, that guy's dead. He can't lead my picture. <laughs> Clay. Uh, Mel Brooks thought he was Elvis. <laughs> Uh, that is incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that Kevin Costner wanted the role, and they were like, uh, you're not a comedic actor, really. They were like, not now, Kevin Costner. Give it time. <laughs> like, no, I can really do Robin Hood. I've done it before. And oh, yeah, like, you did yeah, that thanks. in, what, in 92 was Prince of Thieves? Yes, Prince yeah. of Thieves. That movie is very racist. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of movies this in 92. Hilarious. Yeah, there were plenty of them. 
can't. A lot of movies in 1992 <laughs> didn't exactly um, come out looking great. Sure. Aged poorly. We will tell you that it's a mistake that the actor made, not that Mel Brooks made. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mel Brooks made a lot of mistakes, but this time he was spot on. <laughs> right. Um, was it just an everyday kind of, like, you know, kind of mistake, or, you know? I don't know. That's up for you to figure out. <laughs> I mean, d- d- Thank you for laughing at that. Give her a point. In, in the audience. I mean, Kevin. He could have just, yeah. Did Carrie Elwes do an American accent during his audition? No. Oh. That would have been... Right? I will. I will give you a hint in that he okay. did not have to audition. He was just immediately offered the part. Even though he made this mistake, or right before he, he made, made this the mistake, mistake after being offered the part. They were like, "Hey, come do this movie," and he was like, "Whoa, whoa!" With some kind of mistake. <laughs> Amber. Amber. Did he just forget? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, see, right. <laughs> he, <laughs> he tripped and fell. Ah, uh, Mel Brooks <laughs> wanted to cut me a check for ten million. I don't remember why. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he do a Henry? I'm Cow living Cow high off that <laughs> Princess Bride bunny right now. Listen, I forget to tell Siri shit all the time. She's my she's my baby girl, right? Does anyone else do reminders with Siri? I'm like a week new to this, and I love her. <laughs> okay, just me. Can we use cool. Siri right now? No. no. Okay. No. I, the rules what are, are foggy. Ask Siri. <laughs> I'm gonna ask her why uh, Eric is so mean. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. <laughs> So Carrie Elway I am not mean. Amber, I am not mean. Hey, hey Siri, can you list mistakes Carrie Elways has yeah. made? That is not how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri, Carrie Elway was offered the part in Prince of Thieves. Like Siri halfway through the question yeah, like, is going to be like, "Can I just stop you there for a second? <laughs> Did you I'm mean going to say I don't know before we even get there? You have 30 you seconds. You mean Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> the time's Some, running out. 30 guys. seconds. 30 so seconds. You have 30 seconds to so answer the question. Amber. You didn't have the right color tights. No. <laughs> no, they, they, I don't know if you've ever been in a movie before, but they give you the costume. <laughs> I, I have not I, been I heard, on a movie before. Not everybody's I heard, Ke- I heard Kevin next. Oh, crap. Uh, did he pull uh, Henry Cavill and accidentally shave his mustache for Mission Impossible so they had to CGI it back on for Men in Tights? No. Uh, Mark. Did he show up in the wrong place? Like he wasn't no. anywhere near the right studio? No. Last chance? Clay. Uh, he tripped and fell down. No. <laughs> We're calling it. Uh, uh, he thought the film was a prank. <laughs> Mel Brooks. He, he was getting punked? Mel, Mel Brooks personally cast Carrie Elwes as Robin Hood by calling him at home and offering him the part. Elwes thought it was a joke and hung up on Mel Brooks, who then had to call Elwes back and shout into the phone, This is not a joke! <laughs> Carrie Elwes eventually signed on to the film to become the part, and he was uh, largely the reason that Dave Chappelle was cast in the sidekick role of a Chew, which was uh, Dave Chappelle's very first movie. Bless you. So he's seen it. <laughs> I'm not giving you a point for that. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to question two. Before we do, Nikki, where are the scores? Uh, everybody has negative two except for Mark, who's in the lead with negative one. What's up? He just didn't ring in as many times. Calm down. Question. Still in the hole, and I'm still doing all right. Sorry. Question two. The category is the clothes make the person. The question, uniforms are a standard part of many jobs. Companies often want all of their employees to look the same. A uniform is often just as iconic as a logo. What was the first service uniform registered with the United States Patent and Trademark Offices? 
I mean, it's got to be the military uniform. Would you, would you like to ring well, the in? the military doesn't have to patent their things, do they? How do patents Are they work? patent exempt? P.E.? Uh, is anyone a patent attorney? <laughs> <laughs> do we have any patent attorneys in the crowd? We have several questions. Are there any military <laughs> patent historians right. in the audience? Was it the Walmart no. greeter vest? I'm sorry. Real quick, Clay's getting a point for P.E. as patent. Thank you. <laughs> Those are the correct. Yes. All right. I'll take it. Take it where uh, I can get it. Just didn't want that one to slide by because <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was oh. in there. <laughs> Kevin. Maytag repairman. No. Oh. oh, good guess. But it's so old-timey and iconic. So old. Sears and Robux pants. Right. <laughs> okay, that's Amber. not famous. <laughs> milkman. What? Milkman? Milkman? Yeah. No, oh. no. Yeah. The world-famous milkman company. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to American Milkman. I like that. <laughs> I like that Kevin is making fun of Amber like Maytag Repairman wasn't just as what? generic and right. weird. What? what? That's a specific brand and a specific job. Can you re- reread yeah, the question one more time? Uh, you, so uniforms are a standard part of many jobs. Companies often want all of their employees to look the same. Often. A uniform is often just as iconic as a logo. Wink, wink. What was the first service uniform registered with the United States Patent and Trademark Office? Logo. Clay got there first. Uh, Coca-Cola. No. Okay. Mark? Is it the McDonald's uniform? No. Because so that wait. sounds like some weird shit they do. I will, I will give you a little bit of a hint. Uh, while it is a very large and very famous company that all of us recognize, it's not something that you would think of as like, oh, this is definitely... Like, it's not like something that you would have worn before. It's like, not uh, something like, we're like, I'm get. assuming that all of you have worked at McDonald's. But... <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a a less common uh, less common less commonly discussed business. Something oh. like Maytag. Yeah. <laughs> or Milkman. <laughs> yeah, I'll give each one. <laughs> Mark. Speaking of places that I've worked, was it a TGI Fridays? <laughs> oh man. No. What I was trying to get is it's not like a restaurant. <laughs> oh, it isn't a restaurant. You no, know, it's not a restaurant. I was just going to say lesser-known <laughs> burger Eric? chains, yeah. such as Hardee's. Was it a Rack's uniform? Was <laughs> right, right. It was an In-N-Out burger. Eric, is this something you've worn before? It's not something I've worn before. Are you I mean, sure? Has your dad your worn dad? it? Okay, I wore, I wore it once on a dare. Famous yeah, logo. Uh, this is also something that you might see someone wear as a Halloween costume. Oh, oh. Oh, oh it's the Hamburglar. No way. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the uniform. I'm sorry. I, there was a character on the show. Clay rang in. I just see they make. Clay rang in. It was a slutty ninja turtle. <laughs> Sweaty ninja turtle. Uh, Clay doing the cul-de-sac there and uh, losing a point and gaining a point. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking chaos, by the way, of everybody that worked at McDonald's wearing a Hamburglar costume, <laughs> bumping into each other, trying to Amber. cook burgers? Amber. Amber. Was it a slutty maid? No. I forgot the question again. You, you, you are on the right track in that this is a sexy Slutty uniform. Oh, oh. Clay. Uh, it was a uh, United Airlines uh, 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 you can stop hostess. Yeah. Yeah, what do so you call? We're, we're going we're gonna to discuss two things real quick. Uh, one, lady. we now know what Clay is into. <laughs> sexy airplane. Two, no. Like Fuckable turtles. Uh, Mark. <laughs> The Chippendales uniform. No, but you're on the right track. Oh, so it is. Uh, Mark. The Playboy Bunny ears? That is correct. Oh! What? 
U.S. trademark registration number 0762884 is the Playboy Bunny costume. A rayon constructed on a strapless Mary Window corset teddy with satin bunny ears, cottontails, collars and bow t- with bow tie, cuffs and cufflinks, black sheer to the waist pantyhose, and matching high-heeled shoes is the service uniform of the women who were employed at the Playboy Eric, Club. Is it is it just and your voice that makes me feel icky hearing that description? <laughs> No, no, the, like to okay, back now. them all for their service. <laughs> no, my voice is the reason you've achieved wood. Uh, the uh, <laughs> oh, that's what feel, it was. What can make me feel icky? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Nikki, sorry, Dad. wood is a great. <laughs> Nikki, where are the scores? I'm uncomfortable. Um, Clay has negative five. That's no shock. Amber has negative four. Kevin has negative three, and Mark has negative two. I've only lost one point. Still anybody's game. You lost two points, but I erased those when you got one right. Ah, great. All right. No, sorry, you lost four points. Question three. The category is the world's most hated man. Mark Lucas. Eric Tate. (laughs) (laughs) Dunk. Oh, burn, son. Did he just just lose all of his... Got him. Did he get a point? Got a point. Good, yeah. (laughs) I did. <laughs> I'm not babysitting for you anymore. It's, it's really oh. awesome. <laughs> the question. The internet is full of many annoying things like lolcat memes, clickbait, and Chewbacca mom. Arguably, the most annoying thing to ever come out of the internet was invented by Ethan Zuckerman, who recently apologized for creating what? Kevin. Racism based on video game fandom. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I feel like that was our, like, a very serious episode of, like, it's true. Of the, di- the dinosaurs <laughs> back in the day when they did the weed, and they're like, weed is bad, and you're like, you're not right. Some sort of white did the cast making of me give dinosaurs do an why. anti-weed spot? Is, that, is it right? Is that why you're so stoked? No, no it's oh. not. No, no. Zucker, Zuckerman sounds like Aldi oh, oh, brand Zuckerberg. This. Kevin. Uh, he invented the Java command that opens a new window. Yes. Yes! That's the pop-up window, ladies and gentlemen. That is... That oh. is a, oh, yeah. How did you know that? I uh, remember reading a little article about it. Oh, he can read. Yeah! Oh, yeah! A plan for my dad. boys. I remember it all. Uh, it is, in fact, the pop-up ad. At the time, Zuckerman was working for a website company, uh, the a website that's revenue was largely delivered from advertising. He wrote the code for pop-up ads when a car company was understandably upset that it appeared to have purchased a banner ad on a page that celebrated anal sex. <laughs> the code was written to disassociate the ad from content on the page, right. and the rest is pop-up ad. <laughs> That is, that is the... Yeah, that I know, is, three things. And the, and the rest is, are you looking for sex now? Right. <laughs> butt sex? Right. <laughs> Specifically? Just, because what's more wholesome than a butt sex pop-up ad? <laughs> I just Don't realized... Don't fuck a butt. <laughs> the, the reason I read that kind of weird was because I was supposed to go, uh, and the rest is, oh shit, sorry pop-up ad, and it was going to be like a uh, thing, but I uh, didn't give myself any stage directions, so I just whipped he's, it. He's reading off of a printed piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the round. Nikki, no. where are the scores? 
Well, with that correct answer, Kevin won the round for Dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Daddy. I guess you get to keep living in his basement for one more day. <laughs> uh, Clay and Amber both had negative four. We've already heard an apology from Clay, and it was weird, so we'll hear one from Amber. Nice. Who will be apologizing to Brad. Uh, Mark had negative three, and we still get to hear nothing from him. But first, uh, Dad gets a prize. Yeah, Dad! What? Daddy! Congratu Congratulations, Dad. You've won a prize from our sponsor, Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, a totally real pawn shop that definitely exists. Uh, you've won this creepy make-your-own Santa Claus. <laughs> Uh, porcelain, create a Santa. All of the pieces you need to make Santa, except a body. <laughs> I hate that so much. Looks like someone's going to Congra shoot Santa. Okay. Congratulations, Dad. It's perfect for ruining your granddaughter. <laughs> Just put this in your basement, and maybe Kevin will move out. <laughs> he doesn't really live in his He's dad. got a new son, which basement? is nice. I don't know where they live. Um, you also get... This uh, temporary tattoo from yes. Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack. And you get two tickets to Shadowbox Live so you can go see I, a show at Shadowbox Live. And then I, if... Can you please if apply I, it to your neck when yeah, you do? Yeah, I extra appreciate that. My dad is very tribal. <laughs> <laughs> if Jack could also... Where is Jack? I missed... Okay, Jack is right there. And uh, uh, Brianna and Brad, I will be around to hand out dum-dums to you. Amber, it is your turn to give a heartfelt apology. Hello, Brad. Um, we have known each other for a while, and once a year you take me to a music festival, which is really fucking cool, and we have a very good time, but you are way cooler and younger than me, and you can really hold your liquor and your beers, and as soon as we wake up, you make sure everyone gets a Gatorade, but then by 10 a.m. I have a fucking beer, and I need to apologize for not only this tonight, but every year repeatedly not knowing how to drink water. And taking far too many drugs. Um, yeah, okay, so that's that. And then the first time, if it helps at all, the first time he took me to this music festival, I had to confess to him a week later that I had shit in my own hand. Yeah, this is, this you heard me. It's a that's great joke, correct. ladies and gentlemen. Please check out Amber Falter's stand up comedy. Um, so sorry about that. Um, I appreciate the baby wipe that you had on hand for that incident. And I'm looking forward to next year. I hope you forgive me. <laughs> Cheers to Brad. That, to Brad. That was, that was a fantastic apology, Amber. Congratulations. Uh, we're going to move on to the third round while you guys draw your prizes. Uh, Nikki, can you let us know where the champion points are? Oh, can Go I? Uh, Clay has six points. Amber also has six points. Kevin has five points, and Mark has four points. Okay, okay. Even though he's answered the most... Oh. He has five. I just can't. I can't do math. I shouldn't score keep. He also has five points, even though he's answered the most questions correctly. All right, Kevin. Who are you playing for? Four two zero zero eight eight zero eight eight. Over there. Hey, what's your name? Oh, Jerry. Everyone, give a big round of applause to Jerry. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Jerry. Jerry's not my dad. Amber, who are you playing for? I am playing for four. Four four. That's so annoying. Okay, it's four two zero zero nine eight. Zero nine eight. Zero nine eight. Do I, I can't where, see. Where oh, 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 oh
Chris, everyone give a big round of Chris. Thanks for uh, coming What's to the first up, box. Chris? Chris. Mr. Lucas, who are you playing for? I am playing for 420-063. Hey, right here. What's your name? Diane? Diane, everyone give a big round of applause to Diane. Thanks very much for coming to the quiz box. Diane. Clay, who are you playing for? I have 420051. 0051. Is you again? Clay, did you read the ticket from the last round? It's not impossible. Have I already done 420052? I think that was. Okay, that's you. Oh, hey, there we go. I drew, I drew them in sequence and I got them. Hey, it's like that scene from My Blue Heaven where he asked him what his social security number is. He's like one two eight three eight nine four six. It's like it's too many numbers already. What's, what's your, your name? What's your name, sir? Brian. Brian. Everyone give Brian a big round of applause. Thanks for coming. It's gonna be different this time, man. <laughs> Clay's. Oh man, that was that was wonderful, Clay. That was a. Uh, was quiz box first. Yeah, we, no one's ever done that ever. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we've been do, we were on the show five years, and that's the first time that's happened. <laughs> that's an omen, a good one. Thank you. I, I listen to the podcast religiously. There's no mistakes. Question one. <laughs> Question one. The category is Scotsman in tights. The question, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, is well known as a parody of the tale of Robin Hood that is largely based on Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. What? While ultimately the part of King Richard went to Patrick Stewart, the, originally, the role was originally going to be played by Sean Connery, who reportedly wanted to portray the monarch how? What? What? Amber. As Sean Connery. <laughs> no. You're talking about Richard the Lionhearted? Is it as a lion? Do you want to ring in? <laughs> no, I just want to bask in the absolute silence of this whole bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking. We were talking about uh, the, the part of uh, King Richard the Lionhearted. Yeah. Uh, he comes in at the very end, and he's just like, and everything will be named after John. All the toilets will be named after John. Blah, blah. That's, so, uh, that's so weird, because that is Sean Connery in the No, no, the it's, it's definitely Patrick Stewart. It is certainly Patrick Stewart. Yeah. In, no. in Patrick yeah. Stewart. In, no. in Prince of Thieves, in the Kevin Costner film, yeah. that is played by Sean Connery. Oh, oh, so he wanted to reprise the role oh, of, King, of King Richard in Robin Hood Men in Tights, oh. but he wanted to change the role so it would be funny. How did Sean Connery think it would be funny to play uh, King John? Uh, I'm sorry, Or Eric. King Richard, sorry. I'm sorry, Eric. And I Clay, say I can tell you that it's definitely not Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, I, he just wanted to change Richard to Dick. Is that what it was? Do you he wanted to, to call him Prince Dick the Lionhearted. <laughs> Do you want to ring in? Dick Lion. No, King I don't. <laughs> Good choice. Well, you know, old, old Dick Lionheart. <laughs> Dick Lion, <laughs> producer Dick of Lionheart RV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not ringing in. Yeah, so, uh, so Sean Connery says, I want to play King Richard again, uh, but I want to do it this way because I think this will be funny. As uh, the, like maybe like the Burger King? No, there's <laughs> no way that Sean Connery's explanation for what he wanted to do was not super offensive. Do you want to go, you're the liar now, dog? <laughs> Just, he just wanted to, want to be Some the hamburger as a king. <laughs> That's slutty turkey. What was that, Amber? <laughs> I don't, what? what was that? What did you say? I don't know. 
You, she said, did he want to be the Hamburglar? Okay, I was listening. <laughs> Hamburglar. Yeah, did listen wa- to me. I have a lot of important stuff to he, say. This would be a lot funnier if I was a schlotty turtle. Yeah. Hi, Robble, Robble, Robble. I'm Richard the Lionhearted. Did he want to be Fred Flintstone? <laughs> Richard. You have 30 seconds. <laughs> Are we close? Are we we're on the no, right you are track? Way, way no, off. Okay, okay. Uh, we will tell you that it is a way that he wanted to be dressed to play the role. Did he want to wear a tuxedo like James Bond? Mark. He wanted to be dressed as a woman? That is correct. Oh! Yeah. What? Oh! Yeah. You know that? I Mark Lucas. No, knows. I knew it would be something that wouldn't hold up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking way. Sean Connery played King Richard the Lionhearted in the original Kevin Costner version of Robin Hood and very much wanted to reprise the role, but insisted that he do it in women's clothing. Ultimately, Mel Brooks decided to go the other way, not necessarily because of the drag, but more because Sean Connery also wanted $1 million for the role, in which he ultimately appears in the film for slightly more than 90 seconds. Oh, that would be dope money to make, though. A million dollars. I think we can all agree on that, Mark. A uh, million dollars for 90 seconds would be dope. <laughs> That'd be so dope. <laughs> 420, dope. <laughs> that would be so dope. <laughs> if I could be paid a million dollars for 90 seconds. To be a woman king. Is that, was, is that what he was? A woman king? Yeah. I didn't watch the movie. Sorry. I believe we called was that a, a queen. Was he a lion woman? Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, it was a like a girl king. king. Oh, this feminist shows up queen. on the panel. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and he's wearing a bandana. <coughs> Question two. <laughs> woman king Victoria. I want to play queen. Question two. The category is double meetings. The question, a homophone is a word that is pronounced the same as another word, but differs in meaning. We just talked about I this. I feel like we covered this. <laughs> Fuck all of you. This um, one's mine. <laughs> is that not a synonym for homonym? It's not a you synonym. You know, bass and bass. No, no Nikki, you're right. Take points away from all of them. Uh, I didn't say anything. You were gonna. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something. In the English language, uh, we have many homophones. Uh, to lie can mean to tell a falsehood or to take a nap. A pear can be a delicious fruit or two of things that are not necessarily fruit. Nails can be on your hands or in a piece of wood. Spanish has a particularly mm. interesting homophone in that esposa can mean wife or what? Oh. Horse? To espouse. <laughs> Mark. Horse? No. No, there's some weird horse you know what? You know where my Spanish. crossed wire came in? I was like, Sposa. I was like, it got crossed with the Ocarina of Time. and the You thought Epona? <laughs> uh, you know I was what? like, why do I have a horse-like thing in my mind when I hear this? Uh, I believe Esposa uh, ends with an A. That, yeah, yes, and I'd just like to pause briefly there and uh, give everybody who is whistling Epona's song uh, a point. Uh, <laughs> who, who is that? That's, that's it was me. Sure it was sure also is. me, of course. I'm just it's, not as it's, mean. It's all of them. They can, they can the have it back. So hard. We, yeah. They all got their point back. Give her some uh, A in a. the Spanish tongue, uh, typically when a word ends in mm. that is a feminine word. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, and Una palabra femenina. Ah. Uh, si you speak woman? El gato. Si. Uh, you speak woman. <laughs> and if Never I, in my life have I managed it. 
That is an old Boo. school joke, and I appreciate that you went there. Where are you going with this, Clay? Where, uh, well, 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 I was thinking if I said if I said El Gata, that would be a female cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that was the end of the thought. Did okay. he ring in for any of this? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was so working I'm it out. Thinking it would be a female spouse. Is it a know. living thing? No, it is not. Cool. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Quiz Box, Dead Columbus's cat. favorite animal, mineral, vegetable game. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's not alive. Uh, the uh, the word is for something that is an object. Is that object pointy? This is in a game of twenty questions. Why did you ask that? Like Johnny Depp. I don't know where you're going with this. Uh, Me neither. <laughs> is it pointy? <laughs> also, don't know. His uh, wife and sword. Right, well, that's same. espada. Is a sword in Spanish. Oh, Una espada. Kevin, are you fluent in Spanish? Si. Yo he estudiado la carrera en español, motherfucker. Y yo toque español para seis años en colegio. Si. Bienvenido a Wells Fargo. ¿Cómo puedo ayudar? That's tantos años, Mark. I feel like, I don't know if any, anyone else feels this, but I feel like I'm at a Mexican restaurant with my embarrassing fucking friends right now, and they are trying to speak Spanish while they order the food. Uh, and I'm like, please shut up. I, Just yeah. please. I want to point out that I do. I have a bachelor's degree in Spanish, and I will not speak Spanish oh. while ordering tacos. Then how come That's you don't know the answer not. to this question? Yeah. So uh, we're well, looking for something I that can, we're looking for uh, 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 the word... Uh, so it, uh, Sorry, is esposa. it a so we're looking, yeah. Yeah, esposa can mean wife or what, and we're looking for an object. Uh, can it, it fit in your hand? Yes, actually. <gasps> Good. Is it salt? I know, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it sounds kind of like salty. Esposa. What's my so esposa she makes my a salad? hard jog and a lot's wife right. from biblical <laughs> terms. Uh, no, no we're not. We're not talking about salt. Uh, this this could be um, uh, a lot of people were, would think of this as a joke, which is probably where it came. If from. I said, "Is it a Yo ball and chain?" Uh huh. Am I talking? <laughs> Mark, is it a chain? You're close. You're not <gasps> correct, but you're close. I heard Mark first. Is it a shackle? No. You're close, uh, Clay. Is it a rope? No. Uh, we, I, I will, I will go ahead and give you a, a further hint. Uh, it is a form of uh, restraint. We can give it to Mark. Actually, yeah, I think I we're going to go ahead and give it to Mark for shackle. Shackle, shackle. We're going to give it to you for shackle. Uh, the correct word is handcuffs. Oh, okay. Fuck you! That was my very next thing. <laughs> oh, it's because he has the bandana power. Also, that's, that's very offensive. He's wearing a bandana. It, it, you are correct, Kevin, that it is offensive, and there's not a lot of color commentary here. It's just a thing we found out. Um, <laughs> that is that is the that is it. Uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, Question Nikki, Nick, three. <laughs> Nikki, where are the scores? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> that's good for a scorekeeper. Amber and Clay have negative one. Kevin has zero, and Mark has two. What? Oh. Yeah, That's because he didn't know the word too? for handcuff. What a winner. Dose. Technicality. All right, the category is potty mouths. Uh, the question, don't judge a book by its cover, but a good title can go a long way. 
don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining is a critique of the American judicial system written by Judge Judy. Oh. The Bedwetter, Stories of Courage, Redemption, and Pee is a memoir by actress and comedian Sarah Silverman. Uh, but the flatulently titled Fart Proudly is actually a scientific paper about the standards of human bodily functions. What famous American wrote the book Fart Proudly? It has to be Louis Anderson. <laughs> like that guy, that guy's <laughs> farting more than anybody on the planet. <laughs> Louis Anderson. He's full of farts. He, he has ever eat like a lot of beans. These, are, these are my farts. <laughs> <laughs> he just writes them out. Right. Uh, I, I like how we're all giving Louis Anderson the business and like any night of the week he walks the in beans-ness. and makes $80,000 to just say hey to everybody and then introduce another Yeah, but He then. looks like Andy Richter, but full of farts. <laughs> he looks like Andy Richter, full of farts and pockets <laughs> stuffed full of cash. <laughs> Fart cash. <laughs> fart. <laughs> I don't Can I want win points cash. by just saying dumb fart things? I'll do it. Uh, sure, fart cash is the, is the new funniest thing that's ever been said on this show. <laughs> fart, cash. Fart, cash. fart cash. Give me that I'll fart take cash. another beer for that. I'm the funniest thing that's I will, ever been uh, seen. Also, can I get another uh, beer? We're, talking beer? Be- we're doing beers. I'll take have we beer. done a segue into beer I'll, order? I'll have one as All well, right, Brian. So I've got plenty of fart cash coming your way as a tip. Another round up here. The more you drink, the closer you have to like lean into the microphone because you're just tired. Yeah, which I'm is just good because they started with their mouths raw microphone. You know what I mean? I thought you were gonna I'll get lean there. into it. The more so you we're drink, looking for a famous American. Very Louis. <laughs> the the book is scientifically accurate. It is about bodily functions. It is about the fart, uh, <laughs> and it is written by a famous American. This is a, uh, an American you all know. Uh, it's American who is important in American history. Is he dead? Yes. yes. Is it Good. Richard Nixon? <laughs> Mark, is it Benjamin Franklin? That is correct. Oh! oh! Damn it. A fadeaway jumper at the three! <laughs> Did he use the word fart? <laughs> Benjamin Dude, Franklin? It yes. just seemed, but he's my uncle. It seemed very Benjamin Franklin style. All right, that's the end of the round. Nikki, where are the scores? Uh, I, I hate all of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin has zero. Amber has negative one. Clay has negative one. And Mark won the round with four. Jesus, four points. Four points. How did that happen? I don't know. Who knows about Ben Franklin? I don't know. Okay, that is the end of the round. Mark, congratulations on winning that round. Uh, Nikki, what has our guest in the audience won? Diana, congratulations. You have won a fantastic prize from Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, this uh, Kentucky commemorative plate. (laughs) To commemorate your trip to Kentucky. You've also won a fabulous temporary tattoo and two tickets to Shadowbox Live. Congratulations, Diana. Chris, Jerry, and Brian, I will be around to hand out dum-dums to you. Where is Chris? Chris is over there. Brian is, is in the bathroom. Somebody's always in the bathroom. All right, I'll be around. <laughs> this crowd loves to piss. I can just You're tell. I can just tell. All right, it's apology time. It's a real piss crowd. I'm going to make Kevin apologize. Even though he didn't get the least amount of points, Amber and Clay have already apologized, and I want to hear one from Kevin. Kevin, it's your time to apologize. Oh, my 
goodness. I'm looking right at the person I have to apologize to, and I have to double apologize, honestly, because I can't see the scoreboard. I don't remember <laughs> your name from 20 minutes ago. Look, they brought me a beer that I never ordered, and now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink it and forget your name even harder. How's that feel? His, his name is Jerry. J- Jerry? This is a That's not his name. It is Jerry. He's an amazing artist. Is your name really Jerry? Just give me a nod. Okay. Jerry, listen. Now it's time for me to really heartfelt apologize. Jerry, my behavior has been unacceptable. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I scored as few as the second least points while representing you. And then, in a fit of not needing to know your name, I forgot it. Because I didn't think I'd have to apologize because I thought I knew the rules of the game. However, I fucked up. All right, shut up. We're moving on. (laughs) And I'm sorry. Brennan loses a point for forgetting Jerry's name. Okay, we are moving into the last and final round. This is a speed round, guys. We're going to be playing fast, hard, and loose. Go ahead and draw your names. I forgot. Uh, so Mark had four points, and those will actually go into his score, soaring him into the lead with ten points. Clay has seven, Amber has seven, and Kevin has six. Clay, who are you playing for? I am playing for four two zero zero eight five zero eight five. Where are you? Four two zero zero eight five. Oh, hey, what's your name? Leslie, everyone give Leslie a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Leslie. She is my cousin. She's my first cousin. Mark, who are you playing for? I am playing for 420. (laughs) 074. Dave, everyone give a big round of applause for Dave. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Dave. I got you, Dave. Amber, who are you playing for? 420076. 076. Oh, right there. Hey, what's your name? Diane, everyone give Diane a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Diane. And Kevin, who are you playing for? I have four two zero zero five eight. Zero five eight. All right over there. Hey, hey. what's your name? Sarah. Sarah. Everyone Sarah. give Sarah a big round of applause. Sarah, Sarah I'm going to remember your name. I have a good track record. <laughs> Actually, huh? it's okay. Jerry. Jerry. All right, I'm guys, you ready to go? Jerry, I'm triple sorry. Yes. All right, question one. The category is location, location, location. The question, Robin Hood Men in Tights may never have happened if it weren't for Kevin Costner's original film, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. An 11-year-old came up with for the basic concept of the film by saying to his father that Robin Hood should be made into a parody. However, the film really got its start when the original pitch for the film happened where? You have one minute. Mark. In Robin Williams' house. Hey! Fuck you. Uh, no, that is incorrect. That's, uh, that's also Clay's joke. Don't steal uh, my bit. Don't steal my bit. You steal my bit. Amber. In Michael Jackson's house. No. I heard 11-year-old boy. <laughs> oh! Uh, oh! Kevin. Amber just got a whole bunch of points. <laughs> Kevin. Nottingham. What? Uh, Not uh, are you sick? That was weak. What is uh, 
No, not Nottingham. Uh, but it would oh, I thought really he said 20 seconds. What, did, what, didn't you get chills when I said Nottingham? Imagine if you were in Nottingham. And no. A, and a young boy was like, I want to make a Robin Hood joke movie. Now it's 10 seconds. Clay. The Warner Brothers lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but nice try. Sabaro's Pizza. <laughs> The water tower in the Warner's brother. No, this is actually a, this, it's a medical, situ- medical situation. Oh. Last chance. A, Kevin. Was the guy waking up from a coma and he saw an 11-year-old boy go, Robin Hood is a parody. No. Oh. And Clay? Uh, during the 11-year-old's yearly colonoscopy. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're calling it. Uh, oh, wait, I wait. have a risk. Amber, did you want to guess? No, not anymore. I don't have anything. She was going to say the colonoscopy thing. (laughs) The answer is a dentist's office. Evan Evan Chandler, one of the creators of the film, was told by his 11-year-old son that Kevin Costner's film should be parodied. Chandler was a dentist and pitched that idea to a screenwriter, David Shapiro, Mm. during an appointment in his office. The two put a screenplay together and sold it to Mel Brooks. And fortunately, that kid had seen Spaceballs, and that's where he got the idea. (laughs) When did Brian Adams get attached to the project? Question two. (laughs) The category is 18th century student loans. The question, in the 18th century, going to medical school didn't necessarily mean that you had to take out a huge student loan to pay the school for your lessons. Medical schools were more open to accepting other types of payment. What could an 18th century medical student use to pay their tuition instead of money? Kevin. Your own dead body. You know what? Close enough. Yes! Uh, yeah. Donate your body to science. Hard to come by, then. The answer yeah. is a corpse. Yeah, baby! Uh, What's up, Dr. Future Dead Man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be dead soon, so... Medical schools, needed corpse, uh, medical schools needed corpses for their students to do practical examinations on, and poor Scottish medical students were able to barter with dead bodies they stole from graveyards. Can I just, can I just say that that is the most heavy metal tuition? <laughs> also, Certainly can I just say, like, can I please go back to college? I have one more year left, and I can probably find a body. <laughs> can you imagine your other roommates? Like, oh, man, like, it was real tragic what happened to Paul, but... All right, we're going to go ahead and open up the thoracic cavity. And see. <laughs> Question three. Guys, this one is for all the marbles. Uh, I want the qu- so many marbles. The category is things from Philadelphia. Clay has negative two. Ben Mark has Franklin. negative one. Amber has <laughs> negative stinks. one. Yeah. Kevin has negative one. Listen to me when I'm talking or I will erase your points. Sorry. I have you all negative, have negative one except for Clay. Yes. Go. The question. Everyone is familiar with a, chi- a Philly cheesesteak. It's a sandwich of slices of beefsteak, grilled onions, and peppers with melted cheese on a hoagie bun. You can find them almost anywhere, including here on the menu at the Backstage Bistro. <laughs> Plug. What, what is a Philly taco? Is it something gross? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something gross. It is, is it some- not the same <laughs> shit in a tortilla? Oh, yeah, is that not like... Uh, I, w- I will tell you that depending like on who you are, this could be gross. We're not talking like sex gross or uh, bodily function gross. This is an actual food thing. Do not boo this not being a sex thing. So can I eat it? You, you, know. you could. You know Should me. you? I mean, not if you want to... You have decent me. cholesterol. Got it. I gave her the old Philly Okay, taco. you have a minute starting now. 
Yeah, you you uh you wouldn't you you could eat this. Can I put it in my hand? Oh, yes. God, I don't know why that's it's so always but someone, but someone would want to eat it, right? I mean, maybe if you were drunk or high or probably both or from Philadelphia. Mark, the cheese is the uh, the wrapping of the entire thing somehow. No. That's well, somebody, somebody Taco, write that down because Taco I think Bell Taco Bell would that. sell it. I will give you a hint in that there is a similar type of uh, food item on the menu at Mikey's Late Night Slice. Okay. They wrap all this in a cow. <laughs> I don't know how you got there from that hint, but n- no. Wait, 10 uh, seconds. Clay. It's a Philly cheesesteak, but instead of a bun... It's a hot dog. No. And they shove a whole bunch of meat inside a hot dog. Stop it. No. Are we Stop. not talking about cum? I really... <laughs> yeah, also... It's a Philly cheesesteak. You said sexy. Made... Is it like a sexy chili pizza? No, cheese? I said not, not sexy. sexy. God, I just need to listen better. Okay. It's a Philly... Cool. Last chance. Mark. Is it a Philly cheesesteak that uses a Philly cheesesteak as the bread <laughs> for the Philly cheesesteak? So like a Philly meta cheesesteak. Philly cheeseception. Did you just rephrase your earlier answer wrapped in a cow? No, I'm saying you have a cheesesteak. Yeah, steak. you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. Kevin. Is it like a grilled cheese uh, sandwiches are the bread? No. Oh. Clay? Is it a Philly cheesesteak but just with a lot of cum? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Amber. Is it a Philly cheesesteak without a bun or anything, and you just put it in your hands? They make it in your hands, and you have to walk from the it's counter so like you have a hot taco, burns and you. then that's a... Ha. Ah! I, ah! Of course I, it burns, but it's, it's so worth good. it, right? I believe that's called the Philly no. wad. <laughs> Is it... So you said it's like something you get... What? Dirty Franks, right? Was no, I said oh, Mikey's, Mikey's Late Night Slice. Mikey's Late Night Slice? Is it a Philly cheesesteak, but they charge you twice the price it's actually worth? That's a dunk on Mikey's. Not yet a sponsor of Support local, but seriously. Amber. Amber. Is it a Philly cheesesteak, but with too much, too many sauce options, and when you're too high, you can't pick one sauce? (laughs) No. Clay. Uh, Is it a Philly cheesesteak wrapped in a Mikey's late night slice pizza? That is, that is correct. It is, it is indeed, it is a Philly cheesesteak that is wrapped in a slice of pizza. Sometimes, this is also called South Street Sushi. It is a full-size Philly cheesesteak sub wrapped in a giant slice of floppy New York-style pizza. Locals usually get the sub from Jim's and the pizza from Lorenzo's and assemble it themselves. Oh, God, they make it themselves? That's so upsetting. Oh, really? Yeah, Look, it's all handmade. For one, I'd it's like all to house clear made. the floor by the no. fact that all the comedians up here are like gross, and we're literally one beer away from being like, oh, how please. can we get one of these things? Right. <laughs> I, I will also uh, I will say no. The gross part of this is that they live in Philadelphia. Hey. Uh, oh. That is the end of the round, Nikki. We're where are the scores? Tie. 
Okay, uh, Kevin and Clay are tied at negative two. We will end uh, the round with a tiebreaker question. Uh, only Kevin and Clay may answer. Um, you need to answer rapid fire, uh, and you do not need to ring in. So answer as quickly as you can. Uh, it is a finite answer, so there's only, uh, is it a number? Uh, no, it's not a number this time, okay, but there but is a, a limited number of options. Okay. okay. Quickly, because oh. we have to be done. <laughs> the category is geography. The question is, where? what is the largest desert in the world? The Antarctica. That is correct. <laughs> oh! What? And I believe that it is correctly called the Antarctica, <laughs> is it not? <laughs> it, <laughs> Oh, man, it was like in the Olympics where they've been training for years, and then one guy fucks it up, like, right out of the chute. Yeah. Deserts are classified by how little moisture they have. Most of the moisture in Antarctica is locked up as ice and is therefore considered a desert, spanning 5.5 million square miles. The next largest desert is the Arctic in the polar north that at 5.4 million square miles, and the third largest is the Sahara at a paltry 3.5 million square miles. It's like I always say, there's nothing less moist than uh, Antarctica. The, uh, the Gobi Desert, Eric. The Gobi Desert. I'd say number four That's is me right now. Now on the stage. Tiny. That would be number six on the list. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. uh, you're with these motherfuckers. The Amber scored a because point. Because I'm huge the... and dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Amber scored a point. Amber Can scored I a point. And score uh, a shot of tequila as well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Nikki, that's the end of the round. Uh, oh my God. Where are the scores? Well, now Kevin has won the round for Sarah. Let's hear it for Damn Sarah. It. Where is Sarah? Where's Sarah? I'm making it rain prizes. Hi there, Sarah. Congratulations, Diane, Dave, Leslie. I will be around to hand out uh, your uh, dum-dums. We have not heard an apology from Mark, so Mark will be apologizing to Dave. I just want to point out how hard I stuck it to Jerry just now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mark, go ahead and give your apology. Uh, where's Dave at again? I've had Over a few. There. Point me to Dave. We've known each other all of... Well, I've never actually met you, Dave, but uh, I'm very, very sorry. I tried to I tried out funny. I did not out funny, nor out answer uh, the rest of the contestants. And for that, does your shirt say Buck on it real big? Yep, Buick. Buick? Buick. <laughs> You're just rocking a fucking Buick shirt? Like, that shit's in, like, like, man, everybody knows about Buick's, man. This apology just Three went sheets. real sideways. Stop roasting him. Yeah. I'm not roasting him. I love t-shirts. I'm a big fan. It's just very unusual to have a Buick shirt on, like, t-shirts normally be a personal identifier. Like, you that know where a, I want to align myself? Is gonna Buick, stop it right man. there. That was a hell of an apology, Mark. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Nikki, that is the end of the game. Where are the scores? Well, I thought up that apology sucks, so Mark's going to lose a point, which means Amber is our new champion. Oh, Amber Falter, yeah. congratulations. Amber Falter with 13 points, Mark Lucas with 12, Clay with 8, and Kevin with 8. They were all fantastic. Let's give them a round of applause. We will be back next month, the fourth Friday of the month. My name is Eric Tate. This is my co-host, Nikki Winkleman. You guys are amazing. There are comment cards on your there table. There are not, but that's okay. You guys can just keep your comments to yourselves tonight.